What up, what up, what up, what up, world? Oh, it's good. It's May 30th, Thursday, 2019. Welcome to episode two of Tough as Balls. I'm your host, Mark Brown. And let me tell you about what the show is about, Tough as Balls. This is basically a show you got to be tough in whatever field and profession that you do. Whether that's music, movies, sports, pro wrestling, acting, whatever that is, you have to be tough. Politics, you know, you know, we're not going to talk about politics that much on the show, but we will from time to time. But you have to be tough as balls. People say balls aren't tough. There won't be billions and billions of people in the world. Balls aren't tough. You know what I'm saying? So that's the premise of the show. You got to be tough in your profession. And yeah, we're going to talk about pro wrestling. We're going to talk about NBA from time to time. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball. The New York Yankees. We're going to talk about pro wrestling, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor from time to time, New Japan, what they got going on. And we're going to get into hip hop. You know, we're going to get into music. We're going to talk about everything Entertainment, movies We're going to get into a plethora of topics But on today's show We're going to get into a few things We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver 25 Coming up this Saturday On the WWE Network We're going to discuss all the matches on the card And also, I'm going to talk about something I didn't get into last episode and that's the appearance of john moxley in aew you know him as dean ambrose he left wwe got tired of their bs and now he's free aew we're going to talk about why he left wwe and also the last but not least we're going to talk about the nba finals specifically if kevin durant will play in his decision what will his decision be on this off season? So yeah, we got a few things to get into on today's episode of Toughest Balls. And uh, first, we want to start off with NXT Takeover Twenty Five coming up this Saturday night on the WWE Network. I believe at seven PM uh, live from Connecticut, my home state, uh, specifically Bridgeport. Uh, which I was able to go, but I will be watching it uh, on the WWE Network. It should be a good one. Um, if you ask me, uh, NXT is WWE's best product that they have. It's, uh, it's no argument about that. When you watch NXT, uh, then you go and watch the main roster, Raw SmackDown. You know, I'm not into 205. 205 live months these days or uh i haven't watched much of uh nxt uk but specifically nxt is wwe's uh best product when you talk about pro wrestling we're not talking about sports entertainment we're talking about pro wrestling the art of wrestling that's what uh nxt offers and of course they offer you know entertainment they know how to mix it up and it seems like they do it better than the main roster, in my opinion. The uh, the pay per views are better. The 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 crowds are 
are certainly more energetic and, and, and more alive than uh, WWE main roster pay-per-view events, uh, in my opinion. You know, maybe others think different, but NXT is their best product. And uh, NXT TakeOver 25 going down this Saturday night. Um, and we're going to talk about the uh, the tag team Fatal 4-Way that I believe usually starts off the show that, that you know those those are the uh, matches that usually start off the the big tag team you know awesome action-packed matches and you got uh in this match this is for the vacant nxt tag team championship you got the street profits versus undisputed era versus forgotten sons versus Oni lorkin and danny birch man i think this is going to be an epic match nxt takeovers never disappoint never have i watched an nxt takeover and been upset with the presentation with with the matches every time they have pleased and in my opinion when they have started off the weekend on that saturday night before a wwe uh pay-per-view whether it's the royal rumble wrestlemania SummerSlam. The takeover always wins. Every time, hands down. The action, I don't know why. Maybe because on the main roster, they're on the road for longer. So they have to go a little easier. But these 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 young uh talented uh wrestlers are are unbelievable with everything that they do. And I believe this one is gonna be a, a great match. And you know, hopefully, you know, if you ask me, looking at this match, when you talk about the Street Profits, Undisputed Era, Forgotten Sons, and Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, uh, it's, it's, there's two that stick out to me that I would like for them to win this match. One is the Street Profits, because I believe they're over with the uh, NXT audience. Um, they've been over for some time. They haven't gotten that run of wins that they need to be NXT champions. But I believe uh, it's around that time that they, you know, get a shot to to hold those belts. And also, of course, my fave, Undisputed Era. I I I I gotta I gotta go with them. I I, I gotta go. With either Street Profits or Undisputed Era. Because those are my favorites. Uh, they're the most talented. In in my opinion. Maybe not uh, experienced. But when you talk about athleticism. Uh, I mean on the Street Profits. And you know they may not be the most experienced. But when it comes to that excitement. That athleticism. Getting that crowd into the match. They always do that. Same with the Undisputed Era. The crowd is into them. The crowd loves them. Every time they come out, you know, they're just the, the, the perfect packages when it comes to moving up in the WWE. And But, I mean, the, 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 the you know, Forgotten Sons are cool. You know, I'm not really into, you know, their, their uh, whole shtick. You know, that, that's not, uh, that doesn't appeal to me, but... I can't deny their talent. They, you know, they're great uh, wrestlers. 
and, and also Oni Lorcan and Danny Burt. These guys always, always, always show that they have the talent, the ability, the skills to hang with any team that uh, comes in front of them. Whether they win or lose, they're going to put on a great match. But in this one, I got to go with the Street Profits or the Undisputed Era in this one. And that match should be an incredible match. Uh, looking forward to that one on the card. Um, next up, we have Matt Riddle, the bro, versus Roderick Strong. Now, I believe Matt Riddle's going to win this one because NXT uh, has, have already proved to me that Roderick Strong isn't that guy for him. And I, I like Roderick Strong. Always, I've been a fan of him since I've been watching him the last, you know, couple years before uh, he came to WWE when he was with Ring of Honor. And he always put on a great match. And I used to look at him and I'm like, that guy looks like a WWE type of type of guy. And certainly he went, you know, he went to NXT and maybe him in the Undisputed Era will be going to the uh, main roster soon. But I believe this is one set up for Matt Riddle to to win. It, it's going to be a good match now. These are two. Don't don't sleep on don't, on this one. This is going to be a good one. I'm not into the whole bro thing with Matt Riddle because I think it's just like a, a little RVD-ish in my opinion because RVD used to talk like that. That kind of cool guy, you know, you know, the 420 guy, you know, and we all Matt Riddle. I don't know if, you know, still I'm not uh, following uh, him closely, but. We all know on the independent uh, scene, Matt Riddle like to <clears throat> when he was chilling, you know, he was he's a 420 guy. And, you know, his his thing is, you know, we know what RVD was. That's what Rob Van Dam, Rob Van Dam didn't care who knew that about him. And this is years before. Now that it's more accepted, nobody thinks nothing of it. But when Rob Van Dam was saying he was that guy people it was so it was so controversial that it, you know people were like well, well what is he doing he, he may ruin his career you know Rob Van Dam come on man what are you doing but hey people gotta understand you know when you're a pro wrestler and you go through the the, the rigors of the road and your body going through that crueling you know, beating that you take on a nightly basis. You don't want to be popping pills all the time, and you need something natural. And you know, must respect the RVD. You know, for for choosing that route. And if you see the guy now, you know he's he's older now, but he still looks good. You know, still looks healthy, and, and more power to him. But yeah, uh, Matt Riddle is just, uh, you know, in my opinion, a carbon copy of that um kind of uh with his style of wrestling you know not that be not because he wrestles with bare feet but his athleticism reminds me of Kevin Von Erich one of the uh you know greats in this business and you know Matt Riddle, 
Riddle is surely talented. But I believe this match is set up for Matt Riddle to get the win over Roderick Strong. And uh, uh, rolling on, uh, next up, we got the NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Shayna Baszler puts her title on the line versus Io Shirai. And we see already in the past uh, few months or so with Io Shirai, this girl is talented. She She's incredible. Um, I'm still not sure if they're ready for her to be the champion. I'm not sure. Maybe they are. But Shayna Baszler has been on a roll of late and if Shayna Baszler is not being called up to the main roster I don't believe she's gonna lose this match you know in my opinion Shayna Baszler is ready for the main roster she roster she's more than ready for the main roster and when it comes to wrestling in a ring she has an MMA background you know, with her buddy, Ronda Rousey. And we all know Ronda Rousey had her big run as women's champion on Raw. And, you know, and, you know, people got behind her with the whole rowdy Ronda Rousey. And I thought she was okay on, you know, I think she's okay on the mic. But in the ring, it's just the MMA wrestle ground thing. And... Uh, Ronda Rousey does not know how to work a ring. Shayna Baszler can work a ring, a ring, and I am uh, uh, amazed with what she's been able to do uh, on the microphone and in the ring, learning how to control herself and pace herself in a wrestling ring. Shayna Baszler is incredible. And like I said before, if she's not getting called up to the main roster, I don't see her losing to Io Shirai. But this is going to be an exciting bout between two incredible uh, uh, wrestlers. I don't even want to say women wrestlers because to me they're just wrestlers. I think they they can compete with any male, specifically Shayna Baszler. I really believe she can compete with uh any male in, 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 in wrestling so with that said we're going to move right along and we're going to talk about the next match we got here for the NXT North American Championship Velveteen Dream versus Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze who's come back you know down the NXT from the main roster, you know, not having the success he wanted on the main roster. So we get Prince Pretty versus the North American champion, Velveteen Dream for the championship. And uh, hopefully this this should be a good one. Hopefully, I, I hope this is a good one. I know what I can expect from Velveteen Dream. Um, haven't seen much of Tyler Breeze lately, so I'm 
not sure, you know, and past what he's done, you know, in NXT takeovers uh, was incredible. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this match. They're trying to bring back, you know, Tyler Breeze is the OG of NXT. And he's basically saying Velveteen Dream stole his style and he's a cheap version of Tyler Breeze. And which is, I mean, to me, I think uh, Velveteen Dream uh, is way more charismatic than Tyler Breeze, uh, way more talented athletically and definitely has more charisma when it comes to getting over with the crowd. Even though Tyler Breeze was over with the NXT crowd, he never got over on the main roster with his gimmick. And that's just the God honest truth. He never got over, you know, and now he's back on, you know, NXT. Maybe just a one-shot deal before going to the main roster. Roster, been going back to the main roster, but we'll see what uh, this match has turned out. Um, hopefully, it's a good one. Not, you know, like I said, I'm not sure about this one because Tyler Breeze I haven't seen him on TV for some time. Yeah, and with that said, we're going to talk about the main event. The main event for the NXT Championship. We got the champion, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Bye-bye, Adam Cole. Now, we all know Adam Cole is super over. And I don't know what NXT and WWE have planned for Adam Cole, but so far... I don't like it. Yeah, he was the first NXT North American champion, but he didn't hold on to that title for very long. And he's been taking some quite a few losses, which I don't like. I'm like, how's a guy like Adam Cole, the, you know, uh, not too long before he came to NXT and WWE, was the Ring of Honor world champion and was a star. That's why WWE wanted him so i don't know what they're doing you know johnny gargano went through that where he had to go through through uh losses but at least here and there he had some some wins and it seems like uh, of late i don't uh remember the last time adam cole won a match it's it's been a while since he won a big match and that's not good so I don't know what they have planned. We all know this is going to be an incredible match. It's going to be crazy. We 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 know that from their last match at Takeover. So I'm hoping, even though I love Johnny Gargano, I'm hoping Adam Cole gets this one because he needs it, man. He needs it. This is this. I don't I don't like what they're you know, how they're I guess how they look at it. Oh, you're over. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter, man. You can't have a, a, a guy like that who is a potential main eventer on a main roster in the future taking these losses before he gets called up to the main roster. And 
you know, WWE needs to stop, you know, thinking wins and losses don't mean anything. Yes, they do. I remember how many matches you lose. I remember how many matches you lose. And if you don't have big wins over top guys, to me, you're going to be forgotten. And you're going to be just another spot on the roster. You're just going to be another trinket in the machine. And I heard people say there's nothing wrong with that. When you have it, you can't just be another spot on the roster. You can't be that. That's not that's not right. That's not cool. Imagine if Macho Man Randy Savage was just another spot on the roster. Huh? Shawn Michaels was just another spot on the roster. And he didn't. We never got HBK the Heartbreak Kid. Bret Hart. The list goes on. If all these guys were just another spot on the roster. I don't like what's going on with Kevin Owens on the main roster. It's atrocious. Like, what? What is going on? Is he back? Is he? Is he? Is he hurt? You, you, what? You, it seems like they don't have anything planned. And I don't like when WWE does this. This guy. So hopefully, Adam Cole will take this one. He needs it, man. Come on, Adam Cole, baby. Let's go. Let's get this. You know, he did another promo, basically saying. The Undisputed Era is going to be draped in gold. Well, let's see it. Let's stop having him do those promos. What? Why Why is he doing these promos? We all know WWE's writing the script. So why have him do the promos and you don't put gold on the Undisputed Era? Come on, man. Let, let's get real. This is a star, Adam Cole. Let's go. And with that said, we're going to move on to our second topic. And that's just, it has to deal with AEW, but one man specifically as we just talking about a wwe product someone who just left wwe for aew and i didn't get a chance to talk about it on the last on the last podcast but the incredible awesome unbelievable appearance of john moxley Formerly known as Dean Ambrose in WWE. John Moxley in AEW. Now, this is at the end of the main event between Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, which was an incredible match. I mean, hard, I mean, hard hitting. I mean, hits MMA style. It was a great match. But that's besides the point. You know, we could talk about that match some other time. I don't want to talk about John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, showing up to AEW Double or Nothing this past Saturday night. It was, it was crazy. I mean, I loved it. It was, it was more than awesome. It was more than incredible. It was more than unbelievable. It just felt good seeing him out of wwe because while he was still here if you're a fan if you're a true fan you see what your favorite wrestlers go through you see it in their face and dean ambrose since he came when he returned from his injury in wwe when he came back he did not seem 
happy. He did not seem excited, even though he still gave it all his matchups and gave it, you know, all the energy. You could tell. And on his face, he wasn't happy. You could see it. You could see he was not happy. So when he got in the ring and he took out Chris Jericho and then he takes out Kenny Omega and he goes to the ropes, steps on the ropes and lifts himself up and he just takes that deep breath and he waves the fresh air in his nose like he was just, he was free. He was free from the nonsense. He was free from being held down, and that's what we want to talk about. Why he left WWE, and he explained it in an interview uh, that he was tired with WWE's hokey shit. That's what he said. Like he, you know, there, there, you know, the writing and you know, you know, everything was, you know, basically corny to him. It was weak. And he was getting tired of it. And and a true pro wrestling superstar does not need a writer. Stone Cold Steve Austin himself said, I don't need a writer. And he doesn't. The Rock does not need a writer. Hulk Hogan did not need a writer. Macho Man did not need a writer. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, none of those guys needed writers. So why do we have writers now? You can give bullet points if you want the wrestlers to stick to. Here, here's some bullet points. Boom, boom, boom. Not a script for a superstar. Is that that for what we look for in a superstar pro wrestler? No. I don't believe John Cena needs a script. Even though I'm not into his whole soldier. I'm a good guy soldier gimmick anymore he doesn't need a script roman reigns even though i like him he probably needs a script aj styles mm, i don't think he needs a script but he probably is good at you know handling scripts but i don't think he needs it so and well uh, uh before i continue on john moxley we all know Braun Strowman needs a script with all the trouble he's had in the past on, on Raw. And, um, yeah, John Moxley on why he left WWE, he was getting tired of it. He was he was getting sick of it. And, like I said, you can see it on his face. And him showing up at Double or Nothing. And uh, after that, the report said that he signed a multi-year deal with AEW, which is incredible. And makes AEW's product just bring more just makes them more legit since they have these, you know, proven wrestling commodities, you know, on their roster, such as, you know, Chris Jericho, you know, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, guys that have sold tickets, guys that have put butts in seats, you know, Kenny Omega, like these guys that have proven to put butts in seats, you know, they're proven money makers. And now that they got another proven money maker in, and John Moxley, I'm so excited to see what the the, the plans are for him. Ho- hopefully, you know, in the future, he will have a world title opportunity. You know, it's, it's just exciting 
time if you are a true diehard pro wrestling fan it's exciting time to be a fan of pro wrestling because there's a lot going on and there's still you know tons of things going on with ring of honor and new new japan which i need to pay more attention to i know matt taven is the world champion the last match i saw ring of of his in ring of honor was uh matt taven versus uh flip gordon which was a a a good match but uh yeah john moxley aew multi-year deal uh it it, is it's exciting and we shall see what what will happen this fall when aew have have their weekly show on tnt yes 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 um 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 42-year-old who's excited about all this wrestling stuff. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's a cool, cool moment in wrestling history. And, I, yeah, uh, with John Moxley leaving, leaving, I also want to get into a few WWE stars who I think would be Great for AEW. And yes, I'm going there already. I am going there already. Looking out, looking at WWE stars that would fit perfect into the AEW ecosystem. And one right off the rip, I mentioned him a little early, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, and we know I won't, it won't be anytime soon because he he resigned with WWE and he signed up until 2023. And I wish he didn't do it because I don't like what they're doing with him at the time. Um, yeah, he would be great, great. Uh, we all we all seen what he did with Chris Jericho. And their uh, Chris Jericho and their um, their rivalry in the WWE. Uh, he he's fought uh, John Moxley. Well, at the time, Dean Ambrose. And yeah, what he can do, I would love to see that. I would love to see Kevin Owens versus Cody. I would love to see that. We all know uh, he's faced uh. The Young Bucks before, you know, these are people that he know, uh, that he's been on the road with, and yeah, that 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 would be one notable, <clears throat> excuse me, that would be one notable WWE star that will fit perfect into AEW. Um, also, who I thought was going to leave, but they also resigned all the Usos. Now the Usos, we talk about them. They've been on a roll for the past few years, and what they did on SmackDown was 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 cool. Uh, their rivalry with the New Day and uh, all the tag teams that they faced on there, and the incredible things we saw that we saw them doing the ring, and that they're still doing, and they got them being the funny guys on raw now which i guess you know since 
I guess Vince looks at it as a more bigger stage than SmackDown. Um, they have to appeal to be, you know, to the family, you know, be more funny. And I guess that's cool since they're faces now, since they're good guys. But when they are mean, that's when I like them. When they are mean and they walk them to the Uso Penitentiary, that's when I like them. And I think they could fit in the whole AEW uh, ecosystem as well. I think they would be incredible. Um, I was talking to a friend and he, uh, he brought up Randy Orton. And yeah, that would be cool. Randy Orton leave WWE for AEW, but I don't think it ever happened. Randy Orton has been treated well in WWE multiple times. WWE and world champion. And I don't see why he would leave. You know, they've been taking great care of him. He's been part of of uh, their whole thing for years. He's a main part of what WWE does. He doesn't seem to be the part, have the part-time uh, schedule, and he's still showing up, and you're still seeing him on SmackDown uh, mostly every week, and yeah, he's... He he's he seems like he's he's there, and I don't believe he would ever leave. If he left, it would be cool, but I don't think he would ever leave. You know, that's just my opinion. You know, I don't I don't see if you're being treated well and you're getting you know you're in the spotlight in the company. Why would you leave? You know, I I I have a argument for others why they should leave. You know, Sasha Sasha Banks being one of them, you know, we know, we all know she's upset with her role, you know, by her, supposedly she's supposed to be coming back soon, but we'll see what's going on, but, but, but we all know she's, she's been unhappy, it, it, you know, it's quite a few uh, stars that are unhappy with their roles in WWE, and, you know, someone would, uh, I, I think would fit perfect with what AEW has going on. And um, with that said, we're going to move on to the NBA and the NBA Finals. NBA Finals, excuse me. NBA Finals finally start tonight on ABC. And specifically what I want to talk about uh, with the NBA Finals is uh, one man. One man only. And that's Kevin Durant and his decision in this NBA offseason after the finals are done and after free agency starts. What will he do? Now, I just heard earlier on ESPN that he's not near ready to go 
to play in these finals. He's not playing tonight. Uh, they also said he most likely won't be playing in game two. So if he hasn't hit the floor, why do you bring him back at all? So, okay, he's not playing game one. It's most likely uh, looks like he's not playing game two. He's not moving well at all from from what's been reported. And why would you put him back? I, like, I don't see how... You know, if he's not moving well now, you know, it's getting better daily. But wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't there, wouldn't wouldn't he be re-injured if he comes back too soon? I say, like, I, I mean, that's, they call it a calf. I'm believing it's more. If it's the calf, it's probably the end of the calf and closer to his Achilles heel. That's what I'm believing. If he's still not moving well and it's been a couple weeks and he's still not moving well, I I don't know why you would come back and why he would or why Steve Kerr would put him back into the starting lineup. I don't know why. Uh supposedly DeMarcus Cousins is coming back and he's had a rough uh rough time these past couple of years with injuries so hopefully he can get back on track but yeah the whole KD thing I don't know why you would bring him back but what I really want to talk about with KD is what is he going to do because like I said on the first episode yesterday. If he doesn't play in these finals, I believe he's going back to Golden State. I believe it. If he plays in these finals, I believe he's leaving. Because we all know KD is the type that has to prove a point. And, you know, if he comes back to these finals... Uh, he will say, see, they needed me to win a championship. Because I don't believe, it's, you know, since he's not playing, I don't believe it's a guarantee that Golden State will win this series. No, I don't believe it. Without Kevin Durant, I don't believe it's a guarantee, even though they're they're back to playing the ball, playing ball how they played before he got there. So, you know, I, I, I'm really intrigued about his decision and where he will go because some people are excited about the whole New York Knicks thing and maybe him teaming up with Kyrie. But it, this is the most interesting. Between him and we have two guys, him and Kawhi, their decision on this, on this offseason season. What will they do? Will they stay or will they go? Because I I believe if Kawhi wins a championship, he's staying. I believe he if he wins with Toronto, he's staying. I don't believe he he will leave. And with KD, I believe if he plays, he will leave. I believe if he plays in this finals, and win or lose, he's leaving. If he doesn't play. At all in these finals. I think he's going back to Golden State. 
you know, that's just me. That's just what I think. But his decision is something big. I don't know. Maybe, you know, since his status, since, you know, KD is a quiet guy and he's more, you know, uh, out in the media, you know, than Kawhi is. I think his decision will be bigger than Kawhi's. Even though I believe Kawhi's decision is big, you know, win or lose. Both of these guys' decisions are big, you know, but I just think with KD's status, his decision will be more publicized than Kawhi's. And, of course, if Kawhi wins a championship, his decision will be publicized more. But if he doesn't win a championship, I don't believe uh, the media will, you know, talk about around the clock about his decision like they will do with with KD. And yeah, that 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 that's also something to look forward to this summer when the NBA season ends. And yeah, we got we got a lot going on. You know, we got a lot going on and it's it's exciting to be a sports fan. It's exciting to be you know, uh, Marvel movie fan. It's exciting to be a pro wrestling fan. It's very exciting to be fans of these specific genres. And I'm, of course, a big fan of all. Um, on these next episodes of Tough as Balls, as we wrap this show up, we're going to get into a little, uh, uh, you know, a few more topics. We're going to talk about some baseball. You know, we're going to bring up my Yankees and we're going to bring up what's going on, you know, the Boston Red Sox and players that may be leaving Boston. And uh, also, you know, I haven't decided maybe we'll get into a little bit of politics. If I, you know, see some topics that, that catch my eye, we will. Um, and that I believe need the exposure. I will um, be. uh bringing those up but of course we're always going to talk about the NBA and we're going to talk about you know what's going on with the NFL since training camps will be you know up and running OTAs are are up and running now and we got that going on with NFL and it's less than 100 days to the NFL season which I can't wait for you know us us football fanatics and football fiends you know we 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 are junkies without our football we need football and we can't wait for it to get back started and uh yeah now we come to the end of another episode of toughest balls and like i said this weekend look forward to the nxt takeover 25 live from our home state of Connecticut, Bridgeport, Connecticut. That should be a good one this Saturday night. And yeah, we're going to discuss that on the next show. We're going to be off for some time and we will have another episode for you. Not tomorrow, the following Friday. So not tomorrow, the following Friday will be the official third episode of Toughest Ball. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you joining me. And... Thank you. Have a wonderful 
and glorious and incredible weekend. I'm your boy, Mark Brown. This has been episode two of Toughest Balls, and I'm out. Peace. But evil on me, stunt doubles trying to pull that evil Knievel on me. So I prepare for whatever you got in store. I got a playbook, a deck, and I dare you to try to score. Champion supreme, no relation to the closing line. I plan ahead of schedule, so I know it's time. Man, it's feeling like a rush I can't escape from. Like when the blizzard hits, freeze, now your face numb.